1: This episode of Sewing Out Loud is brought to you by L.A. Finch Fabrics. Go to LAfinchFabrics.com and use code SPRINGBREAK20 for 20% off site-wide, now through April 26, 2019.
0: Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory.
1: Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue and I'm ZD Donahue. And this is I'm I'm really excited about this because we didn't we haven't talked about your aerial costume process a ton.
2: We haven't. Is no, that right? I don't okay. think
1: so. Um guess if we have. Oh well. Um... I think I
2: think you know um <laughs> the first aerial costume I made for myself, I think we um and my partner um We talked about the applique. Yeah, we talked about the applique, Mm -hmm. but we
1: didn't talk about like the whole thing. Yeah. So I'm excited. I think we did
2: a zigzag special on the applique. Yes, we did. So, zigzagger special? Is it a zigzag or a zigzagger? I don't know. You
1: know, when I came up with those. Things I don't know if I was thinking about like how they would be to like say and write and yeah st- well apparently
2: skateboard oh, well. people call themselves zigzaggers too oh do which they? makes sense because they zigzag yeah, down sure, hills yeah, yeah I didn't know that
1: you mean like roller skaters no rollerbladers no,
2: I'm no no skateboarders just well are the skate community in general okay but I was under the impression it was like skateboarders Is so ZD, I don't know
1: <gasps> ZD's joining the skater community yeah She's I just got picking up a new hobby well, I
2: got to pay a new pair of roller skates yep. <laughs> Good job.
1: <laughs> so, uh anyway, Zidi this is her second time making having this showcase and making these unitard like right. costumes, aerial specific. Aerial specific costumes, they're um all of them have been the same basic shape
2: like they are Well, they've full, all been a unitard. Yeah, yes.
1: full-length unitard. The first showcase you did, you made three, one for yeah. you and your partner and mm-hmm. one for another um,
2: Person performer. Yes, performer
1: And then this time You're just making two Yes Okay So Tell us I want to start off with I want to start off with This uh, component of it Tell us Kind of your process For drafting out This unitard Okay Okay That's what I want to hear about
2: And I wondered how well This process was going to work Uh huh And it worked out Amazing mm-hmm. Okay So basically I do the Made to measure leggings Yeah I measure them I this is funny too. I thought I was gonna do a sloper for everybody. I did no slopers at all. Yeah. I just made the costume. I was like, this is too much work. Um I'm,
1: I think yeah. that's because of me because you were I thought. I think at one point you were like, Oh, should I make should I make muslins? Should I make slopers? Right. So I was like, Mom, when's the last time you made something for somebody that didn't
2: fit? Well, like I know, <laughs> but you know, every time I make something, I get it all done and I'm like, it's not gonna fit. Well, like, this is I knew it's, it's my Yeah. That's and it wasn't my, for you. It was for right, someone else. Right. It, and that's my insecurity. And it's for people that I haven't made something for before. Because So, like, if I had made it for you, I'd know it would yeah. fit because I know your body. Right. Okay. Right. No. It's yeah. new people. And it's so funny when I measure somebody new, I make body comparisons. Uh-huh. Okay? When I say that, it's like, oh, Tina's leg is like Hillary's leg. She has this... Really muscular thighs. And then she has tiny ankles. Why does she have tiny ankles? No, it's like it's, when, it's so
1: funny. When like, you've measured a bunch of people, yeah. it kind of goes into my bank. Yes. And, and I'm like, oh, this man also had this size chest or this person. And you know what? It helps chest. you
2: to do that in oh, a yeah. way because then when you go to drafting, it doesn't look so foreign.
1: Yes. Okay? Because yes. when
2: you draft, it's it... Oftentimes, does not look like okay. when a draft, commercial pattern. When you
1: draft for your own body, people right. get all freaked out. Imagine when you start drafting for all these different people right. who are all these different
2: sizes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and and Lacey, who's the, um, well, I drafted for Jen, uh-huh. who is closer to my size. She's a
1: little more similar to you.
2: Well, kind of. you know, at least size wise. Yeah. Like she's like five three or something. Do you know what I mean? Although mm-hmm. she has long legs. I don't, you right. know, that kind of thing. Um she's she was short waisted. I'm long waisted. But Lacey's
1: but, like a giant. But Lacey she's very tall. is this
2: magnificent, like five ten woman. Right. Like, you know, that I'm like like I, I lust over being tall, mm-hmm. you know. Sure. So she has all these legs. And I drafted her made to measure leggings and I could hold them up like to my eyes and they reached the floor. You know, I mean, that's how like they were so big. Okay. Who, Betsy,
1: I think, if you're listening, she has like a 48 inch outseam. Like it's almost as tall right, as. Right, us. right, right. Yeah, that's what, yeah, that's yeah, what right. Lacey so was. Lacey, like, yeah. her,
2: like I'm 60 inches and maybe Lacey's out. Seem you know is 51 or something is like really weird and i was like i kept drawing and drawing and having to move the 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 ruler and the measuring tape you know and i was like oh i need more room okay okay so you do the made to measure leggings right okay so i do the made to measure leggings i make sure that i know i do their waistline and i know where that is because this is where the meld is going to happen okay and then i i um draft a leotard.
1: Okay. Okay.
2: And I the leotard is very similar to the made to measure leggings. You know, I I mean the shoulder you know, I have the shoulder width. I know where everything's going to land.
1: The rhapsody too. Right. 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 Like. So I don't just
2: take a a Leotard pattern from someone. You know, I am draft I'm looking at their measurements, Mm -hmm. their the length of their back to their waist, you know, their shoulder width. Um You know, how how big around are their arms here and there, and, you know, how long are they? All Okay, and one reason I actually did this is I thought, if I'm going to draft this for these people, and I might want these in my pattern bank for these people later if I stay in this community and we're doing stuff or something, you know, and I thought, so I want a leotard pattern for them, and I want a leggings pattern for them, because... I mean, we wear leggings all the time. Yeah. And there could be a show where maybe we all wanted, like, similar leggings or something. Okay. So, I decided to draft both of those things. Yes. Okay. And I know where the waist is. Uh-huh. Okay. So, what's the difference between a unitard and a leotard or a unitard and a pair of leggings? Well, you know, the the leotard doesn't have legs. Right. And the unitard... The unitar- leggings don't have a body. Right. Yeah. And they don't have a body. So... Basically, what I do is I lay down the, um, you know, the leotard pattern. I lay the leggings pattern down, and I blend them at the waist. Okay. Okay? It's been perfect. So I'm on my... Well, and even this time I did a more weird thing sort of when I blended, but... um, so that's like five drafts, of, okay? Of, you do know, you, blendings I've done.
1: Do you eliminate the center front seam okay. of the leggings? Here's yeah, where let's. Yes and no. Talk, talk to me.
2: So I did on mine and Lacey's. Yeah, there was no center front, mm-hmm. right? And here's the deal with that stretch fabric and that performance fabric. Mm-hmm. You just sort of make a U there, right?
1: Yeah, you gonna... do not
2: have to compensate yes. for taking that little bit of rise, or you know, that's not even the rise it's if you want th- to know the truth.
1: It's the th- going around. It's
2: it's, it's 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 that little arc, yep. that goes, yep. you know, under that meets the baby shoot, right? Mm-hmm. If you have a baby shoot or whatever. whatever we want to call it, you know, you crotch, yeah. <laughs> So whatever anyway, is going on there that, That's right Whatever you have going on In down fact, there In fact, I
1: just want to say real quick Sorry to interrupt mm-hmm. you You said it's not the rise And the rise So the- you're not eliminating rise And the rise is what gives you What you need to either accommodate belly Or voluminous right. genitalia or whatever So you're getting <laughs> right. that good when, fit
2: When I think of rise I think I'm like Of sitting down and making that measure From the chair yeah. to my waist yeah. And when I think of the crotch seam I think of you know you're going all the way around so mm-hmm. what you're eliminating is a little bit of crotch and and it's not very much and like you said stretchy fabric so
1: you you kind of just blend that together and give yourself that smooth u i just
2: make it made sort of, make sort of a u there now um on laces i really wound up with too much fabric
1: uh-huh and
2: i had to alter it a little bit and take it away but you know, the thing I would have worried about would be not enough and I could have always if I really really had to, I could have put a gusset in there.
1: Yeah, I actually made which I've not I've not blogged this cuz I it was mm-hmm. really like weird, but I made the jumpsuit that I could pee in, uh-huh. okay? And at first, I gave myself too much fabric in right, the crotch right. area. It was too much, you know. So what I did was like I had extended the back butt area so it kind of like right. opened up so you could go to the bathroom you right. know and so anyway yeah it's almost like you're almost in danger of too much fabric which right, is good, right, right right yeah
2: and and like I said I knew that I could always add a gusset if mm-hmm. it was too tight because you know I don't want to like give anybody um what do you want I, I don't want to be able to read anyone's lips That's so right. to speak you, no, okay you want to
1: provide right. some kind you of you right. most of the time right yeah
2: so and on Jen's she actually had a color block uh-huh. that needed that center seam. Yeah, that's nice. Okay, of I don't nice. know uh, if you remember. Yes, I do. Okay, yeah. and if you look, if you do your research, many of them do have the center seam, and then they have a small cross seam down there. So basically, they've sewed the leotard to a pair of leggings. Right, Okay. right. Now, it might be in different places. It might be at the waist. It might be, you know, set lower. You know, they're they're in different places according to the style. A
1: lot of unitards will also... See, so We're talking about the front right now, right? Mom's eliminating that center seam. But did your unitards have back seams?
2: All of them, right? That's mm-hmm.
1: that's a place where you're a little more used to. Well, seeing seam and and the other reason that, that you
2: want to, well, you want a back seam is more than likely you have to get in and out of this thing, yeah. so more than likely you're going to open up the back, right. Somehow, some way, you know, whether um. You, you leave an opening or whatever. Or, or and it whatever. can help
1: accommodate a butt. It can help accommodate right. a curve or, right. um, you know, a, uh, not a sway back right. really. But, well, yeah, and something has body. to
2: go around your thigh there. Yeah. You know, and yeah. come That's in right. between your legs. That's something right. has to. Yes. So, but like I said, eliminating that, my, man, I mean, it was like not even two inches. Like Isn't it was it just nothing.
1: I think it's funny that you can... That you can eliminate right. that. It is really interesting right, right. Um,
2: that, that that works. Now, on on this current costume for myself and for Tina, I let the center front seam in. And the reason I did this is it's a very holographic, very holographic fabric. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I didn't want that to be, I, I really did want to keep the shape. Yeah. Okay. Um, I felt like it would just be better if I had that shape there. And I wouldn't have to, you know, accommodate it by by cutting that little extra off, and it's worked out perfectly.
1: Yeah. So, so, and I also attach.
2: You know, this is more of a legs attached to leotard process that I did this time also.
1: Right. So if you if you're kind of doing this at home, I know we're not giving detailed instructions. Maybe this is something that could come down the pike if people yeah. are interested, but. Somebody asked me about the jumpsuit that I made, and they were like, oh, how do you make the jumpsuit with the leggings? It's like, you can just put the shirt. I mean, you can yeah, seam. If right. you're in a bodysuit, you know, on top of your leggings or something like that, right. or your floozy doozies. Right. Um, In fact, there's a designer who does a, a panty that looks like the floozy doozy and uh-huh. and basically attaches, like, cool shirts to them. Right. And I'm like oh, cool, it's like a cool
2: bodysuit, right, you know, right. so that
1: that's okay to do, or you could, so you could have your
2: rhapsody pattern.
1: And you can decide, you know, where
2: you want, if you want a seam to attach them, yeah. or if you don't want a seam mm-hmm. to attach them.
1: Yeah, this person is doing, like, stretchy bottoms with, right. like, woven tops. right. So there's right. another option. So anyway, sky's the limit is what I kind of wanted to just bring up there, right. you know, as
2: you experiment.
1: And if you were doing this for the first time, ZD didn't make a muslin. Maybe you do want to. You make might one. want to. Well, yeah. especially
2: if you're going to cut into maybe really expensive fabric yeah. or or you have a limited amount of fabric mm-hmm. and if you make a mistake, you're going to be in trouble, something like that. Um, I had a bolt. Yeah, does everyone a, not
1: have a bolt? Of I had black a black stretch velvet. I had <laughs>
2: black stretch velvet at that time, so I wasn't too panicky. We still
1: have it, right? Oh yeah. Is that it yeah, over we're going to
2: there there will be some more black costumes yeah, in the okay, future. Yeah, okay, I thought yeah. so. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. So, Um, fit came out just excellent I was just really surprised Um,
1: and you think that noting that waist mark was very
2: important that's where I blended everything was at the waist so I knew the waist of my leggings and I and I this was true waist the I'm a little teapot bend over that is your waist so you must make sure that you draft the waist at the same place you know on the leotard and on the leggings Uh because that's that's your now I say that's your connection part that's why I laid it right now on this particular costume I had a curved line that was the connection point okay okay so basically I laid my two patterns together and then I knew where my curved line was so I had to draft right you know for that line. It was kind was of curving. like a
1: color blocking thing, sort of.
2: Well, it, it was actually it was, where I attached okay, it to. Yes, yeah. yes,
1: but both those things came right, together. Right, where you attached right. it was mm-hmm. also color. Blocking.
2: It was so, the construction and the color blocking, you know, were elements of right. getting the. Pants onto the leotard. The
1: form was the function, or whatever. Yes, they
2: they they. Yeah. Yes, they yeah. were the same. Yeah. Okay. Right. Well,
1: let's take a short message break and come back, and let's talk a little bit more about the color blocking similarities and differences between the two showcases, okay. um, and you know sure. how those worked out. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're excited to welcome back L.A. Finch Fabrics as a sponsor. Josie and her team currently have a ton of bold swimwear knits in stock, along with stretch and non-stretch denims in a wide variety of colors. Upgrade your wardrobe with on-trend fabrics from the L.A. Garment District.
2: Now, through April 26, 2019, use code SPRINGBREAK20 for 20% off site-wide. That's 20% off Cone Mill's denim, Liverpool Knits, Activewear Fabrics, Rayon Shelley, and designer wovens from Famous Makers.
1: Get everything you need for every season at LAfinchFabrics.com. And remember, use code SPRINGBREAK20, that's SPRINGBREAK20, for 20% off all fabrics.
2: Thanks, Thanks LA, La Finch, Finch, Finch Fabrics! fabrics.
0: Sew, 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 sewing out loud.
1: Okay, so showcase number one, you had kind of these flowing lines that came down the body and the the base, the unitard. You'd say, "Oh, that's a black costume with these accents and these sheer inserts." Right. Kind of, you know. Mm-hmm. And we'll have pictures with this, right. of course. Um, and you may have already seen this actually, because it's from like last October. Um, and then this costume, it looks a little more like color blocked. It's sort of mm-hmm. these stripes that are flowing right you know on the costume where
2: the the theme is uh elements Mm -hmm. like the elements of you know air and fire and earth and what's the other one water you oh water (laughs) (laughs) might be water what are
1: you doing so
2: so you know i immediately when we're doing what we're doing water Uh We're, we're you know doing a song about a river right um so I immediately go to blue when sure. I think of water. I mean, I didn't want to do like the muddy Mississippi. Okay, <laughs> makes sense. I, I, I just yeah. and I think it's a universal color for water. Uh-huh. Okay, so I actually went like blue, silver. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so the costume is silver and, and turquoise and white, basically, and it's all shiny, glitzy. The silver is holographic. I think the white might be holographic, too. So,
1: this bit. one is all, correct me if I'm wrong, it's all kind of seamed and color-blocked. And your previous costume had these appliques Well, uh, around and it. Did you applique on well, this one?
2: Well, th- so this might be the trick uh-huh. for you. It looks seamed, doesn't it? Yeah. But the seams are applique seams. Okay. So... The way I made this costume was a little bit different than the other one. And I think all of them will now be made this way. Ah. I got better, smarter, thought through the process mm-hmm. better. So what I did is I drafted a leotard basically on power mesh. <laughs> yes. This was from Vanity. Vanity. So, Tina and I decided we wanted sort of a little bit of a Spanx thing going on. You
1: wanted some support and control. A little
2: bit around our middle because we were afraid like we would get slouchy or something, you know. Okay,
1: also, you got holographic shiny stuff all around your soft parts where you had black velvet. I had black velvet velvet before. I did. I did. That's a different thing. That is true. That is true.
2: And the other, now, I don't want. The mesh around my bosoms. Okay. Okay. Not the power mesh. I actually put regular mesh. Okay. So what I did is I I took the leotard draft and I cut it out of the mesh. Mm-hmm. Now the top mesh is a lightweight decorative mesh and it actually has um, holographic sequence on uh-huh. it. Okay. And this is basically to kind of give a nude look with a sparkle on it. Right. But, um, you yeah, know, so it appears sort of nude from the audience. Uh, and that's very common in, in like skating costumes. Yeah. Um, this your gymnastics costumes. A little more
1: traditional to me. It reminds me of other. It, it, oh, does it? it? Yeah. This this costume reminds me a bit more of um, yeah, like a gymnastics leotard or it something like more, that. It does more. It's
2: a little bit more yeah. um, I would say um, uh, ge- geometric. geometric. Yeah, yeah it's a, a little bit more it. geometric. Yeah. So um. And I always think, oh, I'll design this so I can wear it again, and then I just make another costume. But <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah, right.
2: <laughs> I'll wear this again. Well, maybe not. But anyway, um, so here's this base of mesh leotard. Yes. And then what I did is I took the spandex with the sparkly spandex right right? the sparkly sparkly spandex and i needed to use the sparkly spandex because i wanted to be sparkly and with the aerial, it's hard it's not a good idea to add sequins Uh uh-huh to add rhinestones or any sort of embellishment that is raised on the costume because it will snag in the silks or it will also come off right okay so you're trying to create a smooth costume but you still want some texture right so um, I cut my color blocks. Right. So I drew a picture of my leotard, you know, took my magic marker, my Sharpie, whatever, you know, and made these lines where I wanted them. Right. right? And then off of that, I drafted what my applique spandex would be that was going to be applique onto this power mesh. Uh-huh. And I lay my cutout costume meshed piece of leotard. On that, and I can see through the mesh. Yeah, and I know where to lay this. Uh-huh. Okay, so that's all I'll applicate on.
1: So it's like you made yourself a leotard, right? And then you made yourself like these leggings that came up with this fun, you know, kind of rising
2: right uh, V right. thing,
1: and you like applicate that on.
2: Yes, yeah, so, so I applicate cool. the legs onto the leotard. Yeah, now here's the here's the thing I did do this time too. I left the bottom of the leotard. Yeah. Yeah, and it is not so. The crotch of the pants and the crotch of the leotard are not connected, but I have built built-in panties.
1: Yes, so this is so you didn't do that last time. No, and last time the shape was different, you know, and it you you kind of cut into this whole unitard. Well, to get you mean inserts. the applique, like the the, yeah. the
2: the design, not the shape of the garment was basically You're right. the same. Sorry, yeah.
1: the design was different. Right, but this way you get that. Um, that panty in there or that you can call it a right. trunk, you call it briefs or something and that's something that is really nice to have. It can give the performer a little bit more security. Right. And do you remember modesty. when I
2: used to make yeah. your acro leotards? uh uh-huh. I would build panties into them. Yeah, so like right. let's just be up front here.
1: This is about like your genitalia not being just one thin layer of fabric right. away from the public. Right. You just
2: feel a little bit more not naked. Yes. Yeah. And so, I will tell you, in in gymnastics, in acro, in aerial, in a lot of these things, even, well, dance is pretty much yeah. like this, too. There's a lot of spread eagle stuff going yes. on. So, okay. So you, so, and a lot of people may have to be wearing something. Right. You know, whether... It's a dance belt for genitalia or a dance belt because they're having their period right or, right? or a tampon or whatever it might be. Right. It might be there. But I've also got this other trick I figured out. So, I really believe if you wear a panty liner, uh-huh. you can avoid...
1: Laundering? No. Oh,
2: the camel toe.
1: Oh, you think it's a smooth? Yeah, yeah. It's, a it's, it's like smoother. a little piece of
2: support. It's no, like, it's I like, totally it's almost agree. like having nipple. You know, the, nipple covers. Yeah,
1: the dance yeah. you know, the dance belt for um, you know, generally traditionally right. used with men, you know, a lot of people when if they've never seen a traditional sort of ballet before, they're like, Oh my god, that guy's package is like way out there and it's supposed to be it's a very controlled thing. Right. So it's like they put the they, they put something that is padded that smooth. There, there, there is a
2: smooth kite. Like in, it's in like the athletics, a there's a cup, yeah. but this is a smooth cup. Right. So, so basically this panty liner, is it's like a feminine, female-ish yeah. cup. Yeah. So
1: if you want if you want that smoothing look, right. don't hesitate. Do whatever you need to do down there. You know, wear, wear a pad well, or, or add some fabric in too. Right.
2: And that's true too. Yeah. And I thought, I even thought about the fabric and I thought, I don't need the fabric. Uh-huh. You didn't. Yeah, you because chose. Because if I choose this, because what... I was having my discussion with my performance partner. We're in these all day. Yeah. We can change this little panty liner. Mm-hmm. You know, and the and the panty liner does not show. And that's another thing. When you start trying to put underwear under yeah. this and all this other stuff, you're trying to avoid lines. Okay. Now, oh, yeah. in, the, in the velvet, lines weren't going to show. Right, right. In this, this is holographic silver fabric over your thighs and your butt. Like... Lines can show.
1: I love it that we're talking about this because I just feel like people don't like to talk about this stuff or Uh they don't feel comfortable doing it. So, like, some people might love the idea of the panty liner or not or whatever. And it's like, you know, you do what works for you. But, like, oh, and everyone's anatomy is so different. You know, there's, like, projects about out there showing different types of, like, vulva, labia, structures. And some people, when they're active – that can actually be like an issue. Yes. You know, for them. So maybe a supportive undergarment right. can not only for perhaps well, attractiveness or line purposes, it, but like for comfort.
2: It's the same we we, we wear bras. Yeah. Under ours. Yeah. Um you we, and, you we and are, Tina are we? Wearing are more bras. mature women. Okay. Uh-huh. Um with some breast. Yeah, Like you, quite a
1: bit of breast You both are pretty heavy chest I have a
2: I have a lot of breast tissue. I probably more than Tina even, but uh-huh. you know, she's got now if you are younger and they are firmer and don't move around as much, maybe, or you're just firm and j- or you've had implants and yeah. you're firmer,
1: could be a different they will story. stay
2: in one place. Right, right. Okay. And not goosh around under all this stuff while you're doing this. Mine don't. Right. Okay. Um, so, you know. I have to wear a bra, and I have to wear a bra that has some sort of pad between me and the Lycra. Uh Well, I don't have to, but...
1: This is what you, uh, the look you're wanting, yeah. Yeah, I
2: don't want my, I don't want people to concentrate on my nipples. Oh, my God. I don't want that to be the show.
1: Okay, when I was, I was a dance major, and it was just clear. Some people absolutely did not care if their nipples were showing, and for me, I was so self-conscious about that, and I'm like... It just is a personal preference thing, yeah. like, like, and I, I am so very much like, so I would buy these leotards that had cool sheer backs or something, and I'd always wear a sports bra under them, yeah, because I was like, oh no, I don't want anybody to like, I don't want to stick out, and then these other girls, they were like, oh no, I don't care, you know, right, <laughs> I was like, well.
2: I well, I mean, I did, mine is know? even a matter of function. Like, yeah, you, I'm going to turn upside three. down, yeah. and, wh- and then they're they're going to move. And if I turn right side up, they might stay they might not up. Go back. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, you know, I need to keep them uh-huh. corralled for me. So, yes. Now, you know, Hannah has this costume that someone made for her, and it is like freaking out of mind gorgeous, uh-huh. you know, and it's all mesh and it just has like these squares over her boobs and then a, a square here and a, a line here, you know, it's like, it's sort of like you painted it on her, yeah. you know, yeah. and I'm like, so you, you weren't, what she goes, nope, I was in shape. Yep. I don't have a lot of, of breast tissue, and mm-hmm. nothing moved. Well, and I was like, okay. And my breast tissue... And see, I have to tell you, I don't think I was ever there. Yeah,
1: you, yours I not think like,
2: I always had to worry about it. And this is something I mentioned the lingerie
1: addicts group a lot, but people right. will say, you know, like, I have this size breast, but then this character of breast tissue, or if ha- right. I have implants, or I have this, or da-da-da-da-da, and, like, my breast tissue has changed over the years, and, like, my size hasn't changed a lot, but it's sort of like... Right. how it acts is different no it you just know? is
2: different right
1: so yeah so there are different consider so you're wearing like a ready to wear bra under i this i costume. am actually wearing a, Aren't you? I am i am i'm wearing bra? a type of sports bra okay. and it
2: has a small like a thin um foam pad a foam to- i tried it without the pad and it you can literally holograph I have like holographic a holographic nipple. ring around my nipple, well, right?
1: That's another thing. If right. you had black velvet over your nipples, it, it, then, then I, I probably wouldn't worry about yeah, it. Right. Yeah. And right. and
2: this is what I feel comfortable with. And uh-huh. this and this is a big deal. You're up there, you're displaying your body and you're doing all these weird things anyway. The last thing you wanna worry about is your costume and that you don't think it looks right mm. or it's riding up your butt or right. your boob's going to pop out or, <laughs> you know, any Jan- Jackson kind of thing going on or whatever. Yeah, and so- we had that happen last year where somebody popped a strap on their costume. Yeah. No. And I had to run back and sew them together.
1: The worrying about that stuff is just so – it's like costumes are such an integral part, and they just need to, like, support, support, support the performer in however. Right. You know, they need to be supported. And it's. I have seen the funniest things – as a performer, it's like some people are wearing these certain things under their costumes and other people yes. are not. And other people – I can't think of something super idiosyncratic at the moment. I guess I wore those really high-waisted briefs. Like they were way up right. to my – um. Like right under my um, like bra they were strap. At, yeah. Oh,
2: okay, they're that high
1: for Sweeney Todd for uh, oh, yeah. modesty during changing and right. just simplified everything, right. you know. Um, and so anyway, well, I
2: was thinking about that last time I wore a nude bodysuit under mine and a bra. Uh huh. And um, this time I don't. And last time I was just undressing in front of all the guys and everything, and I. This time I won't be doing that. Yeah,
1: because it's a different Yeah, because under... I'm not covered.
2: Like i sorta of felt like I had a swimming suit on yeah. under my yeah. you know, costume. and I d I won't be able to do that with just my little panty liner this time. You're I don't not, think. You like I won't, won't just walk. I, I won't panty feel panty that comfortable. No, I, okay, I won't feel that comfortable. Now I just
1: remembered something idiosyncratic and a friend and I talked about this where community theater or slightly professional theater right. was the first place. That we learned that people walked around in pantyhose with no underwear on.
2: Oh, but that <laughs> I'm you mean about... your summer stock yeah. when you were at. I'm talking
1: yeah. about walking around, yeah, like, yeah. Not,
2: yeah. Not just up in the. Concert. Well, you know, there used to also be a. Uh, <laughs> there used to be a, a saying: lo- is if you haven't been nude, you know, in the bombs, then you, it, haven't, been it, you haven't been in theater. And yep. the bombs, if anybody wants to know what a bomb is, is it's located off the side of the stage. Uh huh. And in the olden days, people would get drunk and rowdy and everything during, um, you know, performances, and that's where they went to vomit. Vomitorium. And, that, and that is, that's yep. what it was.
1: Okay, so it's a, so you you have different like different undergarment requirements with this. And costume, I and I different well, and I said
2: to Tina, "This is what I am doing. Uh, you know, you will definitely want a bra. Yeah, you know, and this is also the mesh comes down, sort of." you know, pretty low at one point, um, around the breast. So, you know, security reasons, but is what I wanted. But I told her, I think you'll want a bra and I do not know if you'll want panties or not. You yeah. know, I'm building this in and I then we had our discussion about the uh um panty liner. Yeah. And she said, Well I have like laser cut nude underpants mm-hmm. and I said, Exactly. Right. You know, you may want those. I don't know. Right. You know, it, it just depends. So um, you know, she did she she is wearing a sports bra with a similar liner, and yeah. on
1: both of these costumes from both different events, like even though you've got this, you know, your skin tone mesh, you've got it coming up really high, yeah, and I feel like that might be a. A good choice for someone who does have a lot of breast tissue, that that was could my choice. Yes, go up and down and stuff. Yes, you know that
2: at least they're somehow contained. You know what right? I mean? Right?
1: Like you don't feel like mm-hmm. you have a risk of
2: anything right. falling out.
1: And you really, I mean, you're going upside down and sideways and right. All and, the way, and you
2: know, um, you know, I started out thinking I was just going to do a leotard this time. Yeah, for some re- just to be different mm-hmm. the, from the last time, right? And the more I thought about it, well. Here, the one problem with Ariel and um, wearing a leotard is you do have to wear tights. Yeah, you know you need something on your legs uh, because you'll tear them up. Um, tear up your legs in the t- the lay the tights a lot of times get torn up. Yeah, and I just didn't want to have it to didn't worry want to about. Mess it. With that. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah. Usually, what people do is buy three or four pairs of tights. Sure. You sure. know. Um. But I've also seen them rip now. I will tell you. I think it's also quality. Sure. They don't you know they're trying to skimp and they think they're the same and they're not. You yeah, need to buy good different. quality dance tights. You yeah. don't go to the department store and just buy like fishnets or black tights, right? Are... Oh,
1: dance tights are very different. Yeah, yes. they
2: have to be dance and tights. They are if more you expensive will. and they yeah, are more expensive. Are. You know, um uh, w- but I've seen them rip during a performance, and then that looks really awful. You know,
1: what about? um Tell me if you don't want to move on to this yet. Let's talk about closures uh-huh. and hands and feet on these costumes. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, so on your costume that you made for your first showcase, it what kind of closure did it have in the back? So,
2: Okay, so to get into it, obviously you have to step into it. Uh, this type of thing, uh-huh. a unitard or a leotard, and the neck was high. Yes, and it also had mesh. Uh huh. Um, it mesh or velvet, depending on what side of the costume you're on. They were very asymmetrical. Um, so I left a keyhole opening, but. This keyhole has to be big enough, mind you,
1: to get your butt into. You have to yeah. get it
2: over your butt, so it's the keyhole plus you know the size of the neck. Well, the neck wasn't that big, right? Right, because real high right. neck. Right. So you sometimes wind up with a pretty big keyhole, or you can also have just a slit. You know where you don't close the yeah. the um seam back there, um. Sometimes with that, you'll it will gap on you yeah. when you're performing. So you know th- there there's an issue there too. It mm-hmm. just depends, the, and you know this could. So if you're making this for a child, you're not going to have a big gap. Sure. But if you're making this for a tall, big person with wide shoulders, it may gap because you've got to have quite a slit down mm-hmm. the back. So you got to take, and then you know basically it's closed with a bra hook. For me. I have seen people use a snap. I don't trust snaps. Oh, okay. So you use a okay. raw hook instead. I see. Yes. No. Um, some people will do more than one. hmm Okay. So they will have something like maybe they do have a snap, but then under that snap, they have some sort of hook and eye thing to reinforce it. So, because, you know, if you put pressure on or off of a snap, it will pop sometimes. Yes, yes. Um, now... If you're skating, that's probably not going to happen. Mm-hmm. If you're doing gymnastics or you're hanging from the ceiling on a piece of fabric, you might be popping that. And the other thing you have to think about in Ariel is that the clothing may be static where you are leaning or pulling on one of the silks uh-huh. so that you're pulling away from it. The, right. You know, the clothing might be being held, uh-huh. you know, and you're moving. So it, it's a rough. It's rough. It, yeah, Ariel it's is on rough the on the costumes.
1: Okay, but on this one, your back, mm-hmm. closure.
2: So I, you know, this I kept trying to decide what to do because I knew I was going to have to open this up or have it open. And I put in an invisible zipper.
1: This is so cool to me. Yeah. So
2: it's in this mesh with, it's in this, you know, lightweight mesh that it has a um, holographic, uh, like mylar sequin uh-huh. dot on it uh-huh. here and there, sort of randomly done, and it and goes
1: sort of like right to the like sort of the top of your chest here, and then like down mid back. So right, yes, like... in the
2: back the mesh is lower. Yeah, right. Okay, it's um right above I think the bra line. Like, okay, the bra band. Okay, I think that's about right, and so. This was a little scary for me. I didn't know how this mesh would hold up. Guess what I did? What did you do? I tested. Did you test And test, I test. tested and test, I test, tested test. and I tested. Test. So, um <laughs> I would suggest if anybody wants to put an invisible zipper or a zipper of any kind in a lightweight mesh or lightweight fabric that you get the um Wonder clips? What, no. No. The Wonder tape. Wonder tape. The Wonder tape. It's the two sided sort of sticky tape. Yeah. It goes away with moisture, right? Yeah. You know, it will wash away. Um, it's good stuff. I good felt stuff. it was a saving grace. The other way, the other thing that I changed about this is I actually sewed the seam together. Oh. So I basted mm-hmm. where I was going to put the zipper. Okay. On the seam allowances. I put the wonder tape, uh-huh. I laid the clothes zipper down, uh-huh. okay, and, you know, got it. Now, I can't even imagine trying to do this with pins or clips. Yeah. Okay, this is a really light fabric. I, I think I would have wound up with so many clips. Now, you could baste it in, hand uh-huh. baste it in, I uh-huh. think. But why? Well, I had wonder tape. Right, yeah. yeah. Uh- <laughs> well, I had wonder tape. And um, I don't even know, what does a roll of wonder tape cost? Like three dollars, I would say three dollars. So,
1: and it's worth if
2: I use three dollars for every garment of Wonder Tape, right. but I've used I'm on like my fourth garment. With oh, this, no, they last
1: a long time. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot
2: there. I don't know what the yardage is, but mm-hmm. it's like 30 yards or something. I don't right. know, right? Um, so place that zipper on there like that. Then I took out my basting oh. and then I sewed in, okay. Okay, the zipper. That way, I knew it was matching up perfectly on each mm-hmm. side. It held in. It it held in very nice. I couldn't believe how well it sewed in.
1: Well, and you you're making this this you know zippers don't right. stretch. Okay, That's everybody, right. you know you just but stabilize this back. Zini had measured. You know these people and herself and everything, and so the the costume is the correct length.
2: That's correct. You know, so that's yeah. why
1: that's one yeah. reason she can do this. And
2: then what I did next? Uh-huh. Okay, now I must mention I had to dye my zipper.
1: Yeah. Okay. Dye things, everyone. Yeah. I, it I, in I the dyed dye. my bra.
2: I dyed my zipper. Throw it in the dye. I, dye, I, dye, I dyed. I dyed. I one day. I dyed the other day. Dye, dye, dye. Um. So, and guess what? The pole died. Did it, yeah. Oh, I was getting ready to paint it, but it died, so I didn't have to do anything. Um, then the next thing I did so my zipper was hanging over my seam allowance, mm-hmm. okay, it was larger than my seam allowance. Then I went to my serger and I took my piping foot of my serger, mm-hmm. which allowed me to put it over the zipper coil, uh-huh. and I just um surged and cut off a whole hunk of that zipper Whoa. along the side so i made myself a skinny zipper plus i secured it again to that mesh which is pretty fragile so, i liked having that second secure yeah so to the mesh
1: you you also you know, if, in case you ever need to make an invisible zipper lower profile right. than it is, you can. Right. And I've done t- that yeah. on wedding
2: gowns. That's cool. Right. That's cool With to know. With the sheer fabric. Yeah,
1: I love that. So, mm-hmm. and you said that it was your first time putting an invisible zipper in a sheer.
2: Well, in a mesh, not a, mesh, a sheer. In but a mesh.
1: In, okay. Probably. In a stretch mesh. In a kinda? stretch mesh. I yeah. may have
2: even put it in like a. A mesh that wasn't that stretchy or something. Uh-huh. But this particular stretches four ways. What
1: stitch did you use on your serger What to do, do that? What to do what? <laughs> to do what? To make that to just so you're just finishing your you three know, thread narrow. Yeah, you were three thread narrow. Three thread finishing. narrow. Three thread narrow.
2: Yay. Okay. So uh right. Now, to construct it and put it together, everything's a three-thread narrow. Right. To applique those pieces onto, I used the regular conventional sewing machine, right? Uh-huh. And I used um, a zigzag at three long and three five wide, I believe. Well, and it or is, maybe it was three and three. At I, this
1: point in our lives, I've. I'm a little behind on the zines, but I've restructured things, and everyone's been so supportive. Yay. Mm -hmm. And so there should be, probably by the time this is published, actually the zine about knit appliques Uh uh, should be up for Backstitch members or for you to purchase. Or you can um, join and be a ZigZag member, and you can – watch the backed video that right. we did about that, which was a wonderful video. So hopefully that's all um, up by the time this gets published.
2: So you asked me how I finished down. Now, yeah. do we want to go on with how I finish things?
1: Yeah, yeah. I think that this can just be, we thought about splitting it into two episodes, okay. but I think this is just going to be a nice long one. Maybe Marisa's listing on one for walks um, or something like go. that. Okay, okay, so finishing. So we talked about closures. Uh-huh. Now you're going to talk about things like necklines, sleeves, mm-hmm. feet. So right. you have to finish feet are different, the, the right. feet and, okay, yeah, so, so let's go to that. So out.
2: neckline, basically, this can be done so many ways. I could uh-huh. have taken a piece of, now, wait, oh, 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 my new favorite, my new favorite thing for shoulder seams. Okay is a strip of power mesh. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. And it was nude. Oh, my God. We and always, I needed nude. And everybody's we, always asking about this. We always
1: this. get this question. What do I put in my shoulder? Why well, am I putting things in my shoulders? It needs seams. to be clear
2: elastic. It da, needs da, da. to be this, you know. I use
1: twill tape, blah, 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 blah. You okay. Know. Well, I wanted, mm. I
2: did want a strip little, I mesh. thought I, oh, my gosh. Yeah, and, it was, was laying lovely. there on the table. And I'm like, uh, let me cut a quarter inch strip of this
1: and just and it, was it right. The, up. it was the power shaper net.
2: I use the power. Okay. Uh-huh.
1: That power shaper net is some stable stuff. It
2: is magic.
1: Okay. It does yes. have... It's not power mesh. That's different. Shaper net's yeah. different. Shaper net... Is you could make like a structured something out of oh, it. Oh yeah. I mean it would oh, be yeah. sheer. But like well, I used it for sheer panels on some underwear, uh-huh. and it, it's not super well, stretchy. Well, like I said, it's the a, leotard
2: is made out of it. Yeah, you it's, know it. But, it
1: is stable, so it would. What I want to say is, if you are just doing this in a normal thing, it would give you the appropriate control over yeah. that shoulder seam. So
2: my absolute new. If you, this is the only thing you get out of this <laughs> podcast, is save the power. Save your little scrappies of your power mesh. They're going in your shoulder seams or any other place you want to semi-stabilize, you know, your knit. And I would think it would be a lovely ruching thing. Mm. I mm-hmm. think it, I haven't tried it, but I'm betting I'm betting you this will work on ruching. You
1: think it would it would ruch?
2: Yes, I do. Like so, stretch it you as would, your you would stretch it. Stretch then. It. I did not stretch it mm. on the shoulder seams, but I think it... yes, I think mm. it. Okay. It's it's almost like a little piece of elastic. elastic. Yeah. You know. Try it. I don't know. I could be wrong. But I I honestly think you could ruche with it. No, that's something for us to try. Because I'll tell you what. If you can use that clear elastic that doesn't stand up under anything, I don't know why you can't use this. Very
1: true. Okay, so you like that in the shoulder seams. Talk to us about necklines. What
2: would you do? So this particular neckline, what I did, I used was just the swimwear elastic. Uh Uh-huh. Serged it on from um, underneath, you know. Yeah. Okay.
1: I always I do that on the wrong side every once in
2: a while. Okay. Yeah. That no, happens. you're
1: supposed to do it on the wrong side, but I do it on the incorrect right. side.
2: So the, the elastic <laughs> is on the right side. I mean on the, on wrong, the wrong side. On the wrong side. Right. I'm sorry. <laughs> on the wrong side. Sorry. Like under, yes. And then I just folded it over and zigzagged on top. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, there's other options. Uh, you could have taken that mesh, you know, and... Uh, doubled it over and yeah. and, and made but, you know, like bound it kinda. Yeah, of. bound it. There's just all things. I have seen people put that on with a serger and not turn it under. Just yeah. leave it like that. Yeah they do. And that and I'm talking about costumes that, you know, people are charging two, three hundred, five hundred dollars for. Yeah. I feel like the need to turn it, uh-huh. okay? Like it needs to be more finished for me. I, yeah, uh, I just feel that need.
1: So you didn't really stretch that elastic as you were applying it to the neckline. It's right, just and I a finisher.
2: certainly did not stretch the fabric, did I? No, you did ever. not. No, ever. If yes. you
1: want that, if you want that lovely flat, I swear that ZD's not yelling at you in the zigzag live broadcast, but maybe I'm wrong. Uh, no, we did a great one about uh, elastic application, right. people have been posting about it in the group, how they've been using, and you didn't measure your elastic beforehand. No, yeah. but
2: don't pull your fabric, Don't everyone. stretch your fabric. Don't, yeah, don't do that. <gasps> okay,
1: so, and then you turned it and zigzagged it, so uh-huh. that was neckline, uh-huh. neckline fun. And
2: so this is real simple with no finish, no, you know, right. it's just the fabric winds up on the neckline, and I had the invisible zipper up to that yes. point, so no, no particular fastener back there or right. anything. And then the arms... Which on this costume happened to be both mesh, but it would not have mattered. I would have finished the yeah, your other sleeve hems the same way. Uh huh. Yeah, on my the last costume, one was velvet, one was mesh. Right. Um. So, I do what I call a gauntlet treatment, mm-hmm. and if anybody knows what a gauntlet is, it's like far, a... it, it's usually a glove without fingers. Yes. Right. Um. The other thing is, um, I sometimes call it the flip. Flippy finger hole mm-hmm. because it's the finger you flip. Yeah, that the elastic goes around. <laughs> so it's the flippy finger elastic or so whatever. So you've
1: got an elastic loop that goes over the middle right. finger. Right.
2: So what happens is you need you have to shape the bottom of the sleeve, and um, where it comes down over the hand, but back up and around the back of the wrist. Right. So your your hand is naked.
1: So you were making this costume. And I'm kind of actually going into another topic here real quick. But, like, you didn't do anything to the closure or the neckline or the finishing the sleeves or the feet or anything until you tried it on to your people. Like, you have this I of, had the
2: closure in the neck end.
1: Okay, you did have the closure mm-hmm, yeah. in the
2: neck end. And then you tried it on. Cause the you reason you really need to do that, uh-huh. okay, is as soon as you undo that back closure, you will, you will see your shoulders, like, you know, slip down over your shoulders. Uh-huh. It really changes the shape of the bodice. Mm-hmm. So, um, what you like with the the these sleeve treatments, and the one reason you use this gauntlet is to keep the sleeve straight and long. Yeah, you know, and not hand. not you don't want it to roll up or whatever. You see this a lot again, like in skating and um, gymnastics, and not so much. I don't think in gymnastics as much as that other gymnastics stuff. Rhythmic are they, gymnastics, rhythmic, right? Um, because sleeves will, no matter how they're fitted, you know, they'll pull up right. and not come down or whatever. And so how do you do that gauntlet?
1: How do you finish that and apply that? And well, that
2: jazz? Um, I do put elastic generally all the way around the sleeve. Uh-huh. But so I um, apply it basically sort of like the neckline.
1: Yeah. Okay? It's very similar to right. the neckline. So I
2: start, it? in you know, the underneath of the sleeve, you know, somewhere where the seam is. I sew that on And then when I come to the front I will make this loop And there's kind of a trick to that mm-hmm. um, You know you got to make sure You're doing it the ro- I like mine to look like It's sort of crossed over There's yeah. two ways uh-huh. Okay I make mine come to Almost a point Yes And it doesn't have to be It can be like A, a little blunt You know mm-hmm. More of a square look there But I do like that point I think it's a better look um, It's absolutely a preference I'm sure the audience Can't see it at all Sure But you know Here's me obsessing over it. So and then fold it under mm-hmm. um and top stitch basically. That's right. what you're doing. And I do tack. Where the uh, elastic crosses over at the fingers, I put okay. an extra tack there. Those really get abused just from people putting them on and off. And what happens is, like, between performance, you'll flip those off your hands, right? And, you know, roll your sleeve up, things like that.
1: So, did your other co- did they all had this finger, the gauntlet treatment? The last uh-huh. one did? Okay, uh-huh. I couldn't remember. Yeah. Okay, now talk to us about the feet. That's what I, I'm excited about. The, the feet, feet That's are, for you
2: know, the feet are stirrups. And what that does.
1: They're stirrups. You said that kind of fast. I just want to. They're stirrups. Well, what this
2: gauntlet does, and what those stirrups do, what all the this thing, all both of these do, is it makes everything smooth, Mm -hmm. keeps the sleeve smooth, keeps the legs smooth. Mm -hmm.
1: Because it can. I mean, like we've mentioned before, the silks can really make things right up.
2: Right, and just moving the way we're moving makes things right you know the the legs could ride up into your crotch into the right. back of your knee you know of all knee, of yeah. these different yeah. things okay um so and you don't want to have to worry about it you don't even want to feel it what you know messing up when right. you're doing this or whatever right so how i make this stirrups is so silly simple Okay. Mm-hmm. It, it really is. It's not even a stirrup. I know. I love it. I, it's a hole <laughs> that you put your heel through. A heel hole. It's a heel hole, and it's really tiny uh-huh. in comparison to what you think it's going to be. Uh-huh. Okay, so you put you 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 know you. This is your final fitting, and you they put uh, their costume on and you pull this legging down straight right this will also help in the crotch area from it not bunching uh-huh. in the crotch okay so you pull this down nice and straight you like how it looks right and basically I place a pin right at like the heel the heel yeah. like where your heel touches the, the floor, floor. Yeah. okay and then I I'll mark another spot like how long it needs to be on the foot okay 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 you know, you don't think it makes a lot of difference. And, of course, I'm ready-to-wear, if you're buying a costume, they would all be, sort of be the same. Uh-huh. But I see people with big, long feet, you know, and yeah. people with little, bitty feet. And I try and sort of make it. No, but it... If, if you can
1: mark it, you're going to get.
2: Right. Yeah, and, yeah. The, and the the and sort of the longer it comes down on the top of your foot, the better the performer will look. Yeah, it'll make the leg look longer. It makes the yeah. leg look longer. Mm-hmm. Right. So um, I take that off. Right? Now, this is going to be really hard for everybody. Okay? This is one of those things I don't measure. Yeah. And I don't know what I'm doing, and I don't exactly know how to describe it. But I make a hole. <laughs> what do you think it is? Like, two inches? Two and a half inches. Two, two and a half inches, depending on the keep, size of the keep person. Keep talking,
1: and I'm going to go measure it. so
2: um I... This is in the back of the leg, and this is the most important part of the whole thing. Oh, my gosh, make sure it's in the back of the leg. Oh <laughs> oh, I,
1: w- you, I thought you were actually telling me to do that. And I'm like, oh my God,, no, no, oh no! My God. you no. don't
2: you really, really <laughs> don't want it to be in the front of the leg. So you really need to make sure this is
1: one of those things that I talk to myself about, and right. like Mallory, cut it in the back of the leg. Right. I mean the back check of the
2: and check, and you know, check. Two, three, four times and cut once, right? Uh huh. It's
1: two, two inches. Okay. Your your circumference is two, two, and it looks like it's a little longer get than it it is get wide. Long. Sometimes, it's wide. Sometimes like a,
2: sometimes it, I make it an oval. Sometimes it's just a circle, but it gets it stretched stretch out. Yeah, too. that's how it stretches. Well, sometimes see it might start out as a circle huh. And after it's worn if it turns into it, an oval. It turns into an oval.
1: Oh man, and you have just
2: oh, sorry. She's sorry. she's cut this oval. In the back of the leg. Very yes. good. Very oh good my tip. gosh. So and basically you're folding it and it's it's on what you would call, you know, the seam you know, the crease that would go down up the the back. back of the yeah. leg or down the back of the okay. leg. Okay, right.
1: and then you finished it with a three thread rolled edge. Yep. And it's gorgeous. Now
2: you can. It doesn't have to be a rolled edge. It can be a three-thread um, narrow, just narrow. Yeah, it can be just a zigzag. Or guess what, guys?
1: You might be able to do it raw because you can. Yeah. You can leave it raw. It does look really nice, finished like this. And then she's got, she's got her, um, you know, the part that's going over the foot, or just the that's the your hem. hem, right? That's just cover stitched here. And this is so funny. So it's this holographic fabric that has these like little, you know, vinyl dots on it. And you cannot see this cover stitch. No, and it it's just it.
2: it's 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 a silver holographic, and it's on actually like kind of a light blue gray. Yeah, it's uh, kind of bluey, uh, isn't it? Yeah, I used actually blue to do a lot of the uh, a light blue to do the um, applique stitch, and cannot see the no. Stitches. You can't see the cover so stitch. So when I'm hemming it and I'm coming around and I want my stitches to go back over the other stitches, I'm like, can't I find had a... to feel it. <sighs> <laughs> so I did it like the Braille method of, Yeah, you, know. I,
1: you really have to feel it. Yeah. Okay, so that, yeah, so finishing, that's what I wanted to cover with finishing is really uh-huh. talking about, because, you know, there's lots of options mm-hmm. in different types of performance wear right. or active wear that you could do. And, like, oh, the other, I, I know, it sounds like we're really plugging the membership this this episode around, but the one. Well, we got good content. I mean, we're just yeah. amazing, right? Yeah. Okay. So you did your thumb hole, uh, construction process last year. And that right. is another favorite video, but like that wouldn't be quite appropriate for this. Particular. Well, I could
2: not grab my silk if I had fabric in the palm of my hand.
1: Yeah, so you needed to make sure your sleeve was going to stay down.
2: In fact, okay. But but your palm was exposed. Let's talk about people being mean to you when you are a sewer. Okay. Right? Let's people being inappropriate. I don't know what. ZD's going to do a little. Here's a little get out of my sewing mind. I know what I'm doing (laughs) stuff. Okay? So I was fitting Jen's costume last time, right? Last performance, which was last October. Yeah. Okay. And honestly, again, my paranoia is it going to fit? How bad is it going to look? What's going to happen? You know, right. This was my first time sewing for Jen. Uh huh. So the paranoia of it not fitting always. Right. So she puts it on. There were a few people in the studio. It fits her to. Tea. Yay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like she's like, oh, I love it, I love it, I love it. You know, everybody's like, oh, wow. You know. Okay. So I'm feeling like real proud. And I'm kind of feeling puffed up because yeah. it looks so good, and I'm just so relieved. So I start marking her leg for the stirrup. You uh-huh. know, the the foot of it, and then I go up to her hands, uh-huh. right? And I'm getting ready to mark for the what I call the you know finger flippy finger or the gauntlet or whatever, <laughs> whatever. And this other person who has just said, "Oh, I can't believe you can do that! I could never sew anything like that. That is absolutely wonderful." This person says, "Oh, you need to make her a thumb hole." <laughs> and I thought, "Well, you're stupid because <laughs> you just... I thought this. Um, I didn't say it. I didn't say hey, it. I didn't say it. Hey, you... well, go on. And then I have some. But I to thought share. she just told me she. She announced to the whole entire room She knows nothing about sewing She doesn't know what she's doing or anything But I'm supposed to give her a thumb hole To hold her sleeves down Do you know what the Dunning-Kruger effect is? No
1: Okay. Do I have it? Well, yes, everyone does Okay, let me explain what it is in a a graph I'll post a link to this too Okay, so on the Y-axis Is your oh wait, hold on. Okay, so is your confidence. Okay. So vertical axis uh-huh. axis is confidence. Right. Um, x-axis is level of expertise. Okay. Okay. So when your level of expertise is really low, like near zero. Right. Okay, your confidence is super high. Why? This is just <laughs> this is how people estimate themselves because they don't know what they don't know, right?
2: Oh okay. they're stupid about what they uh, don't they, know. Yeah, right. Yeah. They don't
1: know what they don't know. So you think, "Oh, well, I you need some hole, you know." Okay, and then interestingly enough, so then the the graph curve actually looks like a big um, like an uneven you uh-huh okay yeah, uh-huh. so then your level ex- of expertise grows and your level of confidence goes down 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 down. because
2: down. you know not everything you is know, easier you're, straightforward. you're like oh, oh wait, wait yeah. I
1: understand there are other things taken into account right and then even as your expertise grows and grows and grows your confidence never goes up to that person with no expertise but I have to admit I'm like I need to figure out what I'm having this about because I say I'm expert in sewing but like
2: what am I thinking I'm overconfident I just thought it was so funny that she just gave me this huge compliment (laughs) and then she told me what to do what to do right and I I said nothing right I absolutely said because what I wanted to say would not have been really nice maybe (laughs) or I would have said what the hell are you talking about but but anyway so I went and you know made sure I knew that I could put her flippy finger on. you just need
1: to keep your cool and say, actually. No, I didn't say anything.
2: (laughs) I didn't say anything. But this was really funny. When I took the costume back, Jen put it on and she put her thumb through the elastic. And I said, no, no, no. no, It's the middle (laughs) finger. And she went, oh, well, so if I had made her thumb holes, she would have fallen to her death. (laughs) Okay, it's I mean, funny, I mean, but-, but, but this, okay, it's funny because I've seen this woman wear thumb holes uh, and she knows where they go. They go over the palm of your hands so right. to keep your hands warm, right. you know, and she also does Ariel. She knows you have to ha- hang on to those silks. And you have to take your thumb hole stuff off in order to do absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. Well, but, you know, so, and I understand she hasn't thought through the process, yes. but I just thought it was funny that she instructed me on what to do.
1: Yes. Well, that's the, that's the Dunning-Kruger effect. Well, and
2: I I think the thing is, is to not take offense. Like I said, I just didn't say anything. I just did what I do.
1: And, like, I mean. But I I laughed all the way home. I'm trying to get over that, too. I'm like, oh, my God, don't, don't tell me what to do. I know what I'm doing. And I'm like, okay, that person's not trying to, like, personally offend me when they say stuff. But it can be annoying because. Well,
2: I think, you know. It's like
1: they'll take your expertise when you're going to, like you know be advantageous to them sometimes and then sometimes they want to ignore you and then it's like oh well that's going to be
2: well a i i think and, instead of know. that i think honestly like if someone is doing something and maybe i i i think i do this okay i think i do this because i do make things when someone's doing something and i think like oh where are they going from here it's kind of what i'll say i'll yeah. say is there a way to keep the sleeve down mm-hmm. instead of make her a thumb hole? Right, right. You know, I mean, it, it. You know, it was. It was just. It was just funny. But you know, someone said something to me later about that. Actually. Oh yeah. Yeah. An- another person that was in the room said. Oh, I saw that person tell you how uh, to tell make you that to costume. Do? <laughs> I said, yeah, it was after yeah. she told me she couldn't sew. Uh, you know.
1: <laughs> okay, well, everybody, you don't use thumb holes, okay? <laughs> and you also don't tell ZD what to do. Well,
2: I get in trouble for it well, all the time. No, no, no. I think, there's a th- <laughs> I think there's a difference in saying to someone, how are you going to do that? Or I don't understand how you're going to do that. Or is there a way to do that? Or uh, especially someone who's got A lot of experience. Okay. And it doesn't mean you might not have a better idea.
1: Before we end this podcast, let's talk about how you put this costume on alone. Okay.
2: At home. Okay.
1: So ZD, I mean, is an expert in sewing costumes. So what you have what you have to know (laughs) is where did your expertise fail you? What what you have to
2: know is I thoroughly thought out form, function, you know, all this color of this leotard i made like no mistakes on this whole costume yeah i i really it was
1: it was one of those projects where it was like, this oh, project yay, that i, did it right. I <laughs>
2: sewed in like three hours but i thought about it for thousands yes, right yes and while well, i did a lot of drafting too uh-huh so I'm like so excited and I have to tell you something I think one reason I'm excited I was excited about this is I have made so many sparkly glitzy costumes for other people
1: <laughs> yeah you haven't got to make I them for finally
2: yourself. am making one like for myself and I put it on and I I looked good. Like, I was so – because my partner, I tried hers on, and I was like, oh, she looks so good. I am not going to look that good. So then here comes my, you know, Uh insecurity of it fitter, but now I'm not going to look good in mine, right? So I put it on. I was like, oh, my gosh. I'm like – I look good. This is good. I made this right. I did the right thing. I made all the right decisions. And I zip it up the back, right? Uh And then I – Try and get out of it. (laughs) And I can't, I can't, I I cannot unzip it.
1: I get a text from mom and I'm trying to see what the timeline is. No, you sent it all at the same time. Okay, it was yesterday. And you say, in my costume and can't get out.
2: Well, I had tried several (laughs) things before. I had tried several things before I texted her. Like I didn't know what she was doing. So the first thing I did is I got a long pair of hemostats. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and, I, and, I, me up. and i tried to get a hold of the zipper it, like i could touch it uh uh-huh. but i could not get like any leverage on well, it well and something. you kind of have
1: to hold the zipper a right. little bit right well that's it. It, to takes, undo it it
2: well right you know you have to like stabilize the zipper and then pull down Right. right and you kind of have to stabilize both sides you can't even do like what well, so as i was totally like Absolutely contorting my rotator cuff. Okay, right. So I went and got this long pair of hemostats, right? Uh-huh. And actually, I got like two inches, mm-hmm. okay? And then <laughs> this panic came over me of, what if I had to go to the bathroom really well, fast or something? And we've already done our chronic <laughs> illness yes. um,
1: episode, and ZD's got Crohn's disease. You don't want to be like stuck.
2: It's like, <laughs> what if a poop fest came <laughs> yes, on, and I was I wearing like this, right? So... So now not only can I not get out of it, but I'm sweating and I'm red (laughs) and I'm upset and I'm thinking, how could I be so stupid, right? (laughs) So I text Mallory and I'm like, are you home? No, I'm not home. I'm over here. I'm hanging out with my sister. I'm not coming home till like three hours. Oh, yeah. Hours and hours. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. What do I do? What do I do? Well, I will tell you, I have no rotator cuffs left in my shoulders. This might not be a good thing. But I got out of this, inch by inch, taking this zipper down with this hemostat and contorting myself. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. So (laughs) I did decide it might be a buddy system costume at that point. Yeah, you need to be like, don't
1: (laughs) leave me alone. But uh,
2: what I did actually was, um, I'm used to getting in and out of wetsuits having you know my husband getting had to do that before right and they have a tether on the zipper so basically which is really hard to do on an invisible zipper because they don't have a little hole in the tab
1: invisible zippers are such interesting inventions yeah uh they really are and isn't it funny i mean i get why the invisible zipper tab or pull. well they want it small so you can't see it that's right because it's invisible you know and so anyway i but i think
2: and it's really hard to get a hold of when it's in your back uh, and you're yeah
1: but i think sometimes invisible zippers are good for Not just being invisible, but just for being low profile, you know? Right, right. And I'm like, yeah, why don't they make some with, like, some more uh, practical... Or or maybe
2: a switch-out thing or something. So, what I... And I did make this tether for it, but... I, and I used a big, huge honking safety pin. Yeah, you put the safety pin on there and then And I, the I had the on. safety pin going through this little bitty, bitty <laughs> yeah. loop because that's all you have is there's, the you know, there's the little tab and it's is on that this what eensy, you're, weensy loop.
1: Is that what your um, pull dyed to? Yes.
2: Oh, this is it cool. It took the dye better than the fabric. This is going to be a cool picture to show. So
1: you dyed your but bra. But you see,
2: but look, I scraped off some of the
1: paint did. with the hemostat. You did. So you dyed your bra. And your zipper in like some red.
2: Well, at different times too. Oh, okay. okay. I have this. I have. Okay. I have these three colors I use to try and make a flesh tone. Yeah. And it's scarlet, tangerine, and brown. Uh huh. And I will mix different amounts of them for different different colors. Well, and here's the other thing that happens different fabric grabs different colors differently. Yeah. So, um, Wanna, I draw. I, I dyed two bras, and usually what I have is a sample of the color next to me. Mm-hmm. Okay, although I know it's hopefully, you know, usually the dye, you want it to come out darker than the fabric that uh-huh. you're comparing it to. So I usually have a sample of fabric next to me that I can, can keep comparing because I do not believe color memory is correct. Oh, I know mine's yeah. not. No, I, I, I don't think no, you could uh, tell. oh, you know, look at this car over here and then look at, like, a piece of fabric over there and say they're the same color. I mean, maybe someone
1: does, you but not yeah, me. Yeah, I don't
2: have it. So, um, I mix these, you know, trying to get a certain color. And what will happen is, so, so one of the bras grabbed really, really pink. It really grabbed the scarlet and for some reason did not grab the brown. Mm. Um so what will happen is then I re Yeah. So I rinse with synthrapol. I, I, and then I, I go. Okay, this needs to go back into some brown or back into some orange or or, right. or something like that. Um. But those color, those three colors, and this is Rit dye. And uh-huh. the reason it is Rit dye, and I know that people from other countries are listening to this, but that's a brand here, and it's like a grocery store brand or a. Yeah. You can find it any place. It's because it's a mixture of dyes. Uh-huh. So it will dye natural fabric and synthetic fabrics. Yes. So I don't know what, you know, this fabric is. So that's the dye I'm using.
1: Also, I want to bring up this whole, like, red thing. There was mm-hmm. a uh, – there have been a couple articles about this just in, like, popular right. websites and stuff. And the lingerie addict mentioned it. For almost any skin tone – A red bra can act as a neutral for you. Like, even um, the lingerie addict herself, like Cora Harrington, you know, she is a black woman um, with fairly dark skin. Oh,
2: you know, you said that and I was going to say, no, she's not. But I'm thinking of... um, Someone else. Yes. Uh, I'm uh, thinking of the lady that wrote the book.
1: Oh, oh, the other. Yes. Yeah, you, oh, my yeah. God. I'm just blanking. On. I am she's, too. she's the breast life, is yeah. what her name is. No, no. So the lingerie addict in her blog. She's
2: really white. Yeah. She's <laughs> yeah. That's a white lady. Yeah.
1: So, but Cora, um, you know, she's like, no, I've done this before when right. I can't find a bra in my skin tone. I right. wear a red bra. And so, anyway, just hot tip out there that could be useful if you are wearing like a sheer shirt or something right. and you can't find something in your skin tone, getting a red. For whatever reason, right. can can be and this a is, neutral,
2: and and this is the same dyes I've used to dye mesh to match, yeah, and match tones. people's skin tones, yeah. But um, and you know, it's kind of funny because by the time I finished, the two bras were looking the same color, yeah. Um, but so
1: the, anyway, this zipper pulls a little pink, is what I wanted. So it well, like it's, dyed. It's
2: it's, it's really f- that like it's like you know what it is salmon. That, you know that ugly fleshy tone they it's, think is the flesh tone. No, it's magic mauve. Mauve. Is it? It's like light magic mauve, And look at the zipper, how much lighter it is.
1: Okay, and so this zipper pull, we were talking about painting zipper pulls in the group and stuff. Someone said, my paint always comes off. You can rough up the zipper pull if you're just going to paint the zipper pull. Right. But also, so it's like the zipper pull's painted. It's coated with something. It's already painted. So the dye dyed the the paint. The dye dyed,
2: yeah. Well, and you know, on the one bra, it was white. Uh They were both white. And it had little white... um. Heart, like plastic findings or
1: something. I think they were metal. Oh, they were metal?
2: And they didn't die. They stayed white. Sure. You know, so you never know. Yeah. I could, I obviously, it's not a problem. Sure. Very tiny. Yeah, it's not an issue on that. But you never know exactly what's going to die. I was very shocked. I have dyed zippers before, and I swear. (laughs) That <laughs> that the pole, pole did die. die. No, I think I I, I was like, wow. Well, and knows? you know, here's the other thing: Rit dye has changed its formulas yeah, over sure. the years. So, well, and who knows what the, that zipper's coated with now? Yeah, that it and the zipper could be coated with something. You know, it's a different. Type of paint or whatever. Okay,
1: well, if uh, any of you've been missing long episodes, this is for you. And <laughs> anything else to add about these costumes?
2: No, but I finally get to wear a shiny costume and, and act like I'm a kid and hang from the ceiling.
1: It's gonna be great. Okay, everyone, you can get a hold of us on Instagram. We were we are at sohere.com. And if you could go to Instagram and like us, that'd be super awesome. You can email me at malry@sohere.com. And ZD, take
2: it away. So long and so happy
0: thanks for listening to sewing out loud for even more expert sewing advice visit sewhere.com. hey y'all Darius rucker here you know a lot of people ask me what inspires your music and one of the big things is a strong sense of place that's why i love my home state of south carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer